Zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Zap. Pod. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of Zip Zap Pod. This one's going to vary from our normal format. Uh, you know, we normally have a guest in here, we talk a little bit improv, and we do a game. We're throwing that out the window today. Uh, this is what they would call down it's in New Orleans some. Um, yeah. Was that the window opening? It was. Yep. Or was it getting thrown out? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Uh, I can picture it in my mind's eye. Perfect. And this is what they would call down in New Orleans, though, some land yap. This is a little extra. Nah, this Alan's is for our fans, right? All uh, of them. If you're tuning in for the improv, hang on. We'll get there. We got a story to tell. If you're tuning in for stories, we got a hell of one. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we do want to thank everyone for uh, supporting the podcast. The, the support has been great. Continue to, to give us your feedback. Find Capital City Improv on Facebook. Hit us up there. Email us at zipzappod at gmail.com. Uh, but let's get into it a little bit. So what we wanted to talk about is Bonnie and Clyde, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not the historical figures, oh. Bonnie I mean, and Clyde. They were good, too, well, to talk about. They, okay. weren't really, they, were, they were good, good to talk about, yeah. but they weren't good people. <laughs> uh, but why are we talking about... Bonnie and Clyde, because you, you do love yeah, Bonnie so and Clyde. I think I do. we had mentioned on the podcast a couple weeks ago that Drew, well, when Carly was on, mm-hmm. um, she had mentioned she's direct, she directed Bonnie and Clyde. Drew and I were both in the show and has been kind of the um, focus of our lives for the last few months here yeah. as so we've rehearsed and... Not just in the show. The I mean, show. hope you were I was Bonnie, Bonnie Parker. Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew cast as Buck Barrow. Buck Barrow, for those who don't know, Buck Barrow is Clyde Barrow's brother, and this is a musical uh, that Buck Barrow features very heavily in. So He dies at the end. Spoiler alert. I can say, I can say that now because it's Real over. Is histor- it's historical. It's history. People know yeah. that, yeah. Well, if you don't know it, now you know. And between Bonnie and Clyde and Buck and his wife, Blanche, those are essentially your main characters for this production, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. yep. Uh, so would it be fair to say that those characters are on the stage 90% of the time, if not more? Yeah. 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 Uh, so for those that are tuning in that don't know musical theater, uh, you have auditions. The show was the first two weekends of October, correct? Yes, or the second, second and third? Second and third. Second and third, yeah. So the auditions for this were... Way back at the beginning of August fourth, yeah. uh, so no, the bo- August sixth. August sixth. So there you go. Fifth. Everybody can do the Just math. Sixth. Pull August out your calendars <laughs> to see how long. Ago August that was. the weekend. Of the <laughs> <first>. <laughs> uh, and the way that works is you go, you audition, you get cast, and you get a script. And in this case, the script is both the words and the music. It's a libretto, correct? And it's nice. three quarters of an inch thick. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. You know, for it's those of you that aren't sure what a libretto is, it's script with music. A script with music. That's <laughs> literally a- what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's a script. It has music. It's a libretto. Well, I feel like That's he okay. did, you don't like, have to listen clarify. to what we're talking you about. You should have said the word. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the script not long after your cast. Yep. And you basically you get to work memorizing it. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. All your lines, all the music. You work very hard on learning those things. Yep. 
this show in particular, there's extra things that you have to do because there's a lot of tech mm-hmm. involved. Oh, yeah. There were uh, so not only are you you're learning words, you're learning music, you're going on the stage, you're learning blocking where you're standing. Luckily, no dancing in this yeah, one. This one very minimal right. dancing, yeah. right? Uh, but on top of that, there are uh, live weapons, right. guns. guns mm-hmm. yep. uh, there was blood. blood. Yep, there a, was some some fight choreography. Mm-hmm. So just a ton, a ton yeah. of stuff to get this thing from August to October to be stage ready. Mm-hmm. Costumes, costumes, makeup, uh, lots of tech in this too with lights, sound, Twink- Twinkies, Props. yum. Uh, so you guys worked very hard. There were some issues, right? Tech week. Yeah. The, the rehearsal yeah. space wasn't Usually as available. That's, that's, just, yeah. that's just showbiz, baby. Showbiz, baby. So you get there, though, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, opening night. Yeah, we had a great opening we weekend. Yeah. I felt like we, the first weekend, we got standing ovations every night. Three for um, three. Yep. And we, I, sh- uh, I should point out, I am I wasn't on stage for this at all. My I daughter, Sophia, was... In the show, though, so I got to see a couple of rehearsals, and you guys uh, are phenomenal talents, and the the acting and music were great right up front. The tech issues got worked out. Yeah, the first weekend, absolutely. Really Eric is selling himself short because yeah, he was, Eric he was, was, stage I was I was backstage. Yeah, yes. backstage, right, and he did the best job. He carried I've ever lots seen. of heavy set pieces. Carried on the a stage. bathtub. Carried uh, a bathtub. Bruised his carried knees. A, carried a bed. Yes, hey. that bed tried to eat me too. I saw. That's, Saw that. I got out of the way. That's why they call me Crazy Legs. I thought. <laughs> I got out of the way in time. Okay. So, uh, Good. So all that happens. First mm-hmm. weekend's great. Perfect. Then what do you guys do? Because you don't have another show. Right. So we just had the week off. And then we came back on Friday and came, did another show. Um, How'd that yeah. go? Pretty, it, was pretty it was good. It was a good show yeah. on Friday. Um, you always have like, you, it, it's what's interesting about taking a whole week off. You come back. And everything usually falls into place, but there's always a little bit of hiccups. I know I dropped a couple lines. Same. That's what happens when you come back after a whole week off. But mm-hmm. and the audience still got a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't have known any different either. Right. No. Yeah. So. Uh, so Friday goes well. Mm-hmm. Saturday right. though, there's some news, right? Right. Right. Well, so on Friday night, uh, we had got well actually Friday afternoon we had gotten a, a message from Evan who played our Clyde and saying he. Um, wasn't feeling the greatest, starting to feel kind of a cold coming on, um, was taking a bunch of medication to try and like suppress any, you know, swelling that might be happening in his throat, but mm-hmm. he was going to push through. And, you know, being opposite of Evan, I obviously shifted a couple things on Friday. Like I could tell um, when he was struggling to like hold out a note, I like was able to like help cut him off mm-hmm. or like suggest, you know, like we had a good communication, like nonverbal communication where I could just be like, Okay, we're going to stop this note now. But, Which um, you had been rehearsing for months. You right. knew that. You could do that mm-hmm. probably yeah, in so, your sleep because you had been there. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Evan and I had a lot of, I mean, we sang, you know, I mean, most of our songs, we, there was a lot of songs we sang mm-hmm. together, a lot of duets. And of course, the end note, you know, you want to end that note together. And a lot of times you can't see the conductor. So it's like... Uh, you just kind of have to rely on each other, like your nonverbals. So like, um, you know, sometimes it would be like a squeeze, like, or like a, like a <laughs> little bit of an eyebrow look, raise yeah. mm-hmm. of like, Hey, I'm running out of air. Can we, you know, make sure we end this note. And, uh, so I could tell, um, Friday he was kind of 
struggling to get some of those notes out and like there's one note where I cut him off with like a kiss and so I kissed him like way early just because I was like I just don't want you to like have to strain your voice but honestly he did a wonderful job he really sounded great on Friday night 100% no unless like you like you said you have that connection with him that you're doing every single night so you could tell the difference but like from an audience perspective he sounded fantastic yeah they wouldn't have been able to know yeah so but then so Saturday Saturday so my wife Carly she directed the show um and actually last Saturday we 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 recorded an episode of Zip Zap Pod right Indeed. so that morning we all came over we were recording Carly was here just hanging out playing grab ass just doing our podcast like we, thing, like like, we always do right like a typical um, Saturday and Carly <laughs> Carly's family was here too and, mm-hmm. and they they went shopping after lunch um and Carly had found out that morning that Evan had no voice he could not talk. He could not sing. Anything above a whisper, right? right? I mean, he was gone, completely gone. Right. Yeah, so right. Carly had him go to the doctor, uh, and he had viral laryngitis. Largeritis. Largeritis. And I hope you're the doctor in the room, <laughs> no. so what is laryngitis? <laughs> so basically, it's just a, a swelling of your vocal cords. So um, it's really, it's, you know, like any inflammation in your body, you just don't want to, like, push that part of your body. So if you've got swelling in your foot, you want to rest your foot. If you've got swelling in your vocal cords, you want to rest your vocal cords. And so that's what the, he had gone to a prompt care and they said, you need to rest your vocal cords for like a week. Like yeah. you cannot sing today. You cannot sing tomorrow. You cannot sing for the next week. And so, so what time does this diagnosis come uh, in? It was like, no, but Carly found out at like what? Three, three ish. So I was texting her and I was texting you guys cause you guys had left and mm-hmm. I was staying at home. I was grading papers. Um, and I get the text from, I know I text you guys cause I want you guys to know right away that, uh, Evan had laryngitis and then we all, we all started brainstorming. It wasn't our decision, of course, no, sure. no, like, yeah. but sure. we're just like talking, Oh, we can do this. We can do this. And of course, Carly has a million things going through yeah, her she's, head. She's got it. Um, so now I jokingly text her. It's half joking saying, well, I'll just improvise the part half joking, half serious. Improvising the part of, of Clyde, Clyde Barrow, of Clyde Barrow. <laughs> which, by the way, you're already Buck Barrow. So right, so how, if, how's I, that going if to I did that, then you have to, you know, either have me have this weird Jekyll and Hyde personality traits where I play both parts, or you bring another actor in. Um, and so Carly then texted me back and said, "Start memorizing Clyde's lines." Um, so that's what we did. Yeah. So at three, was it like three thirty? She informed us, and then I actually was visiting with family. Uh, like 30 minutes outside Springfield. So I, uh, I left, um, to come in and I was, I was in Springfield by four 30. So, uh, so, so Drew and I met at the theater at like four 30 and just every single scene that, that Clyde and Bonnie did together, we, we, we were it. running it. So, yeah. so and the thing that you had prepped <laughs> over two months for, <laughs> It's now four o'clock. The show starts at eight. Four hours. Yep. Yeah, it was four thirty. Exactly. Yeah. So three and a half hours. Right. Now you've got to figure out how to, Drew. You have to be a completely different character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in many senses, not just like a not like a complete opposite character too. In yeah. terms of the character type, Buck is this fun-loving, you know, goofball, yeah. bump, bump, bumpkin. Yeah. And then Clyde is this cool, sexy, suave. Absolutely. Everything that Drew is not. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it's also... Just kidding. Hope. Oh, no. Don't cry. You've got to play opposite someone that you've never, never played yeah. opposite. Right. I mean, so yeah, I mean... And, yeah. Ex- you, just, not, you just told us, not too. Not in that, in that role. Right. But you just told us, too, how important it is if somebody's... Uh, if your scene partner is struggling on stage, you have these looks, you have these 
little right. things that you do right. that you've worked on for months yes. and months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't want to let the gravity of that slide by here. This is yeah. this is a full fledged five alarm fire, right? I mean, right. how's your wife Carly, the director, reacting at this time? Yeah, she's freaking out, but she's kind of calm. I think she said she she might kill me for saying this, but I think she said she puked twice that day. Oh, no. Understandably, uh, though. I mean, just how could freaking she not? out, um, but. And part of the reason where my joke, we could improvise the part, came from was that obviously me and Hope do improv together. Mm-hmm. So we knew there was at least that relationship between the two of us. Right. And mm-hmm. that was something that we could heavily rely on. Um, I also had the benefit of doing the show before in uh, college. I played Buck in college as well. So I still was familiar with it. And I've just been obsessed with the show. So I, I just knew the songs for the most part <laughs> backwards and forwards. So surprisingly... I think Carly, she she calmed down as she saw us rehearse, and she saw, okay, yeah, we can pull this off. Right. So I think before she was freaking out because uh, it was a huge thing to do. Right. And I'm sure she was freaking out throughout the whole sh- whole show too, um, but we sort of didn't really have a choice. Right. I think that's the big thing that stuck out to me was like Carly's resolve to like we're not canceling the show. Like no matter what, we're just we're gonna do this show, and and I think that for me like that gave me so much like confidence and like peace about the mm-hmm. whole thing because like if she had been like well I don't know if you guys do this thing and it doesn't look good then I'm gonna cancel the show and for me it was just like no we're gonna do this and right. it, it doesn't matter if we end up having to like carry scripts around like we are gonna do this show and we're gonna do it to the best of our ability yeah. tonight and like that for me was like okay yep we're doing the show yeah and I don't think we had time to really freak out no we had four hours so it's like okay we can pout about it and not let like right or just start working and that's what we did so from four to eight we were just in each other's dressing rooms, memorizing lines, going over songs, just really yeah. trying to intake the whole script for at least understand what's going on in each scene. Because if we, we can't get word for word, which we didn't, we can at least, this is the beginning of the scene, this is the end of the scene, make up what happens in the middle. Well, right. and I think that is super important because right. that's where we get into improv training, right? Mm-hmm. What's, and I think you just mentioned it, you know, beginning of the scene, end of the scene what's the skill there though what do you touch what are you drawing on from your improv training i feel like it's super sketch yeah it was it was at least how we do sketch Mm -hmm. i think different groups do sketch differently but for us that's how we've done our sketches we improvise a scene say all right we like how this flow feels you have your major points right this thing this has to happen here this has to happen there whoever happens in between just do it you know what characters you're playing and that's what we do for sketches so that training has been super um, but one of the biggest thing is the training of being able to read your scene partner um, and being able to make those emotions up on the spot, which you have to do in improv, creating these strong characters. And so you could really, really get into the character of Clyde because you had to, and then you could really play off each other because mm-hmm. you could read what, you, what each other was doing. So hope for you, you know all your lines, mm-hmm. and you probably know all of Clyde's too. Pretty much. Uh, but... Now you've got to deliver that to somebody that you haven't been working opposite. Do you feel like the emotion is different when that's going on or you're trying to convey it more? What's going through your head as you're up on stage now with a completely different clock? Yeah, so I feel like one thing was that... Drew plays a very different Clyde than I had been used to. So it like forced me to become a different Bonnie than the other audience has seen, like that the audience had seen before. Um, like I felt like I was a different character slightly because mm-hmm. his character was totally different. So, um, 
So sometimes the lines I would deliver, I gave him with a little bit more sass than I had or a little bit more like anger or frustration. Um, You know, things were just a little bit different, but that was to help him sort of like, um, I I feel like I probably did it a little bit to like help him get to where the emotion was trying to go. So I might've just done it like slightly different that way. Um, but I also like, he honestly, the, the whole, pretty much the whole thing, he didn't like really drop any lines. Like I actually dropped a line on Saturday, well, like <laughs> dropped a whole piece. And I was like, Oh no, I forgot to do this whole, like we skipped like three lines because <laughs> there was I was like a little panicked. And he was also supposed to like, there was a blocking that was supposed to occur. He was supposed to like, he was sitting on the car. He's supposed to walk over to me at this line. It didn't happen. And then I like dropped something. So then I just like improvised and I was like, come on over here, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, whatever I, I had never said before, now, but so it was fine. I'm, I'm off stage watching this. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I've, I've seen the show now four full times plus several rehearsals. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice any of that. Okay. You know, I mean, and I know that the audience didn't either. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the weirdest thing for me is yeah. that so much of the audience didn't recognize it. Like mm-hmm. we announced every night, we said, hey, our, our lead got laryngitis, so we're shifting some things around just so the audience knew. That wasn't like to, I mean, in a way, it gives us a safety net just in case things go wrong. They understand that we've been working right. on this show for two and a half months. So this isn't the final product that we created. Right. But so many audience members after the show said, if you wouldn't have told me that, I don't think we would have noticed. I think there's a little bit of subconscious in that where like you would have noticed, but because you had this, and I'm not mm-hmm. a psychologist, Hope is, but I'm not. <laughs> she, they, that they would, they subcon- it's like when you tell a teacher, this is my worst paper. So they go a little bit easier on you. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. And it's like, it's like with improv though, or sketch, it's like, you know, that those people are doing this. I mean, especially with improv, like, you know, that they've never done that scene before, Mm -hmm. you know, that they've never, uh, that has never gone the way it has before. And so the audience, I think was a lot more on our side, but also like we got a lot of great praises, Mm -hmm. like people. And I mean, it's possible that there was a few people that like missed that announcement. Like they were out, you know, although there was, I had someone I talked to. This weekend, they they someone one of their friend came to the show, and they were they were talking to someone else about it, and they said, "Yeah, we came to the show. We didn't ever hear them announce anything. We just assumed that was the show, and like nothing seemed different about it. It seemed like a really good show. They loved it, and so for them, they saw a show that they thought we had been working on for two and a half months, <laughs> which <Yay>. yeah, is <laughs> incredible. Right. I mean, to not only you. you People use the word, oh, you pulled it off. I mean, you guys did way, way more than that. To deliver a show right. that people couldn't tell mm-hmm. had been thrown together in four hours mm-hmm. is and incredible. You, and you say like that, like, I think the only people that have used the phrase, we've pulled it off, is us. Mm-hmm. So many other people have said, you, like, you did it. Are you, like, yeah. be a proud of your, con- like, because you're right, because we didn't just pull it off. Like, no. It was so much more. Yeah. Uh, going back to that announcement. And how that relates to uh, an improv audience. When an, when an audience comes in to see an improv show, and we've talked about this uh, on our show in the mm-hmm. past, they are part of it. And I really did get the sense that as soon as that announcement went over, the audience did change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they became more like an improv audience. They're now invested in the show a little bit more and its success. But then I also think, you know, we just talked about how Pulling it off doesn't describe it well. Nailing it, there, there is that sense when you go see a long form improv show mm-hmm. when you walk out and you're like, "How did they do that?" Right. How, you know, and there's 
when did they decide to do this, this, and this? I think walking out of that auditorium, people were like, what was improvised and what wasn't? Mm-hmm. You know, what were the lines? Yeah. Uh, and because you guys did it so successfully, they couldn't tell at all. And that is like, that's that thing in improv that's that I've been calling magic. It's magical that magic uh, Mike. Yeah. I mean, you had your shirt off a lot. So. <laughs> At least once. Uh, but that, that's so hard to create in a stage show. Uh, so really you guys had this opportunity to do it and you killed it. And it's just, that's, yeah, that's really, really hard to do. Yeah. So thanks. Dad. I think you're the, welcome. Son. The other thing you ha- we haven't mentioned yet is that because Drew stepped out of the role of Buck. Right. Um, our vocal director yeah. had to step in to Amazing. play Buck Barrow. Amazing. And he had never, I mean, he had been in the show before and he played Ted, um, but he had never played the role of Buck before. He knew the music, um, but didn't know any of the lines. And um, I can say too, like I watched them do a few scenes off stage and I felt like... And let's call they, them out. Who's them? It's Matt Woodson. Matt, Matt Woodson mm-hmm, was our vocal director. And then, Drew, and then Drew Stroud. Well, and then uh, Matt's playing opposite of, Blanche Barrow. Mm-hmm, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Klein. Sarah Klein. I mean, shout out to her, too. Incredible. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, and I think we mentioned, like, what like, Hope accomplished and what Sarah accomplishes. Yeah, me and Matt did something hard by improvising those lines and, and, and learning that in four hours. But it, 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 telling someone to change their routine that they've been doing for four performances now, that they've been doing for two and a half months now, is another hard thing to do. So yeah, big right. kudos to both Hope and Sarah in right. that regard. And the whole cast in, in that, yeah. in general. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hope, did you finish your thought there? I don't she think did. so. Um, no, so I just felt like when I was watching Drew and Matt do a few scenes off stage, like I felt like, wow, this is like, it was like, it was like electric. Like it was like, so there was so much like, like, it felt so real. And I think part of that's because Drew and Matt are good friends in real life. Um, but it felt like, I think it was partly just the energy from all the nerves, the energy from like knowing this was, um, you know, a, a crazy thing we were doing. And then the energy of the song that they were singing, cause they were singing, um, uh, yeah, really, really yeah really passionate. And song. it yeah. was just like, it was so, it was like, we all ended up just clapping backstage because it was like, you know, oh my gosh, we've we're doing this like right, right now. Right. So it was it was really incredible. So talk about that a little bit more. You get into this, and you know the show starts off, and you guys aren't on stage together. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of numbers, and I mm-hmm. think which is actually probably pretty good because it settled everybody mm-hmm. down a little bit, and they're like, oh, this is the regular show. Yeah. But then you are now Bonnie Parker with this new Clyde. Mm-hmm. How how are you feeling at that? that first moment and when do you get to, Oh, this is going well. Um, I felt like it was, I honestly didn't feel like it was really, um, I mean, I felt like it obviously was different because it's a different Clyde, but it also felt like he was so like good about the lines. Like I was really surprised how well he knew all of Clyde's lines. And so, um, the like delivery was a little bit different, but like it didn't feel drastically goes through oil like goes through whiskey yeah like there, the was, there goes was, through whiskey there was a couple <laughs> things that happened throughout the show um there was that line there was a, a line that just got like real backwards and yes <laughs> um and there was also there was only one scene in the whole show that i was like that kind of took me out of the moment because the whole time i felt like in the moment like i wasn't i wasn't worried i wasn't feeling like this is off or this is wrong or this isn't the way we've done it 
Um, the only moment that took me out was <laughs> when Drew sang um, like a solo song. And it's just supposed to be this like really sweet song where he's like thinking he's in about. A tub. Yeah, he's, hey, he's sitting in a bathtub. And, uh, <laughs> and you just like, you just forgot the lines, yeah. forgot I, all I the did, lyrics. I didn't know the lyrics at all. So the lyrics, oh, oh, oh. The lyrics were the lyrics were printed off in the, bathtub, in the bathtub, but the way they were angled, <laughs> I could not see them. And I, I, I like tried. So like the whole time too, again, like I, I never felt like I have to give him any hand because he's like, he's just giving back to me, like everything I'm giving to him. Uh, but that was the only moment yeah. that I was like, oh, no. We're well, not. I think you mentioned like, yeah, we're not going to pull this off. because That was I the felt moment I felt like, I'm like I was okay. like, I'm not sure how we're going to get through this scene. Like, yeah. I might just have to start singing this song with right. him to get him through. But he did it. Like, it was fine no. by the end. And, was, and again, again, I, I don't know that the audience, audience would have known because they didn't know the lyrics. Right. So. And, you know, the. Clyde has admitted to not being a. That's right. One a, of the lyrics is he's like he's he's better. <laughs> better with a gun than with a pen. Car than with a pen. Yeah. And yeah, but what I said was <laughs> better than. I'm better with, with, a, with pen. a pen than with a pen. So <laughs> but he's not what? the smartest one. He's also <laughs> this goes back to the two Bonnies too, because right. uh, I could see in Hope's performance, first four shows, Bonnie is sort of forgiving of this Clyde, and you know he's uh, he's a victim of circumstance. Uh, but I love him anyway. And the the Bonnie of the last two shows were this guy ain't gonna make it. I'm you know the law is after him. He needs me. And she mm. was a oh. much stronger oh, yeah. Bonnie. I really like that. Yeah, and it came out a hundred percent. Oh my gosh! Uh, that, Didn't even know. Yeah. Uh, and and it was it was an interesting different take mm. on that character. Yeah. Uh, and she was a much stronger Bonnie. Not that you were a weak Clyde, but you were. Uh, you were more sensitive and, you know, there was more remorse in what you were doing than how uh, Evan played Clyde for those first sure. four shows. And that, that's just natural. Right. I mean, it's that's your interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Theater is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting because I think um, it's weird because for me, this is, I feel like one of the strongest characters I've played, especially with four hours of rehearsal. But I think it's because... I had to commit to a character and use these improv techniques and mm-hmm. fully commit myself because right. if, I, if I'm if I'm Drew on stage, I'm not gonna get yes. through it. And no it's point. weird because I was more petrified opening night to play Buck than I was that Saturday night to play Clyde. How insane is that? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't believe walking in there to see how calm you guys were. Yeah. It was just all business. Uh, and I have to say, that's probably improv training. Yeah, I mean, for you guys sure. just yeah. didn't freak out, and you knew. Even if you got to go up there and make up every single line, you're gonna have a scene, right. you know. Uh, so that's really, really impressive. Yeah, you're you're impressive. Stop it, you. So, <laughs> what other what other improv skills do you think uh, you guys pulled out of your hats to get this thing going? Anything else? Group mind, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think that was the way that it was though with the whole cast and crew though, yep. because I think well, here's a few things. So the I there were moments where I felt like each of us sort of had this like, oh no, we're not we're not gonna be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I didn't necessarily feel that when I got to the theater. Like for me, I felt very comfortable. Like I was like, I'm just glad we're doing the show. Like I'm not really worried how this is gonna go because we're gonna do the show and it's gonna be we're gonna do a good job. Um, but you know, as each cast member came in to start getting ready, there was like this you could feel them like their energy just like drained. They were like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. And I, I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, and I think it helped 
to, for like Drew and I, especially to have just like a strong confidence, like we're going to do this because then that confidence sort of spread to everybody else, the cast, the crew, everybody around. It was like, we're not, we're not going to not do this. Like, and also then it just drove, I felt like our energy was, it was like an opening night. It's what Mm -hmm. it felt like. There was so much energy, like. And everybody... Almost more so than your actual opening night right. because everybody was so exhausted from a rough... Sure, yeah. sure. Floor. Yeah, and I felt like they just... Everybody did such a good job of like, okay, you know, Drew and Matt, they don't know what costume comes next or they don't know what prop to take on. So can somebody please get them this? And, and it was like so many people stepped up and was like, well, I'm not on stage, so I'll just be ready to do that. I'll just be ready to hand it to you. And I felt like the whole, yeah, the group mind concept... Yeah really was on those two nights that we did the show. So. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. It's, it's, I, I'm still, I mean, it was, it was a week ago and yeah. I'm still in shock that we pulled it off and yeah. it, it's been weird. Cause like this week it's been hard to let go of the show. Cause yeah. I didn't get to close Buck Barrow. Right. Two mm-hmm. shows I didn't get to do. And then I essentially didn't get to close Clyde either. Um, not that I had, not I'll that. I'll shoot you later. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. So it's just like, you, I didn't get that, that true, Closure as a character, so mm-hmm. real yeah, show impression. I, I get that. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, it has to have been just an emotional roller coaster, right? Yeah, yeah. I I didn't sleep on Saturday yeah, to Sunday. I, I didn't sleep at all because I just felt like my adrenaline was like did not turn off from the night before, mm-hmm. and then just carried me over to the next day. You missed a really great rendition of uh, tequila. Drew did a karaoke oh, I performance. Did. I did. Tequila, no. Which, yeah. if you're familiar with that song, da, 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 da. is almost entirely <laughs> instrumental. I said tequila three right. times to the whole three and a half minute song. Improvised, right there. Love that it. That was great. Um, but it was, it was honestly, it was an extremely emotional. Yeah. Um, you know, the show itself it was really emotional. I feel like. No, it's um, very. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. Here she goes. Stop. I'm not gonna cry. But I just felt like you know there was, there was already parts of the show that were really emotional for me stop to have to do um so stop you're just I'm, you're not, I'm really not that is <laughs> those are real <laughs> well so the end of the show you know i actually i read so one of my last lines of the show is me reading um bonnie parker's actual poetry like word for word actual poetry and i always cried on those lines because it's just insane to be able to read somebody's words Mm -hmm. um and sort of this knowledge that they had she already had that they were um not going to be um living for much longer um and so already that's sort of an emotional thing for for me as an actress to to feel like that weight of those that impending doom um but also then it's just it's at the end of the show and I just remember feeling like on Saturday and Sunday, like just like, so overwhelmed. And like, of course, like Drew and I doing like, you know, improv together. It just was like such an it was just like this emotional like roller coaster. And to get to that line, um, I just was crying. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, we go back to the car, we sit down and the barn door drops and, you know, and then there's blackout. And I just like grabbed Drew and start crying. And I was like, we did it. I can't believe we and then like everybody comes out for bows and i'm just like and i was like i'm just a mess but i'm like so excited and you know i i didn't feel like at any point that hindered our performance like the whole thing was was just 
was just wonderful and magical. perfect. So it was magical. It really was. Yeah. The, my improv world and theater world got to meet, and that I was didn't, fun. I didn't tell you guys this. So uh, I didn't know Sarah Klein before this at all. Plays Blanche Barrow again. And uh, she messaged me about doing something for her class to uh, speak with Sophia. And uh, it was like, by the way, it was really great to get to know you and loved everything you did in the show. And she said, yeah, you know what? It makes me want to take some improv classes, though. So I will be seeing you nice. at Capital City Improv wow. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, and I was just like... <laughs> Of course. I mean, free advertising. Now we're calling you out, Sarah. You have to do it. <laughs> you have to do it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what, like, I actually I use this as a lesson in my class this week about how things aren't always going to go perfectly and that improv is a fantastic skill to have. And and, and I know uh, we're going a little long, but I think one, one last thing that I want to mention is um, I think so often when you tell actors about improvising, they think, oh, I need to know how to improvise so I can make things up on the spot. And I think what we did with this show shows that it's not just about that. Oh, I need to make lines up Good on the point. spot. Sure. It's the it, it, improv to me isn't about making things up. It's about the confidence that comes along with mm. doing improv. And you guys exuded it. Yeah. And, and that's it, the only way we could get through and it. And there was never a moment that you weren't in the character of Clyde, even if you didn't say the exact line. It wasn't like you deviated to uh, throw something in that was just made up. Right. Like it right. was exactly. something you, that he would have said. Yeah. So. That's, and that's concentration, that's listening, that's all stuff that comes from improv, right? Yeah. yeah. For sure. Great. Wow. You wow. guys are truly, truly amazing. I'm impressed. I'm proud. Uh, couldn't be more proud. What are you guys going to be for Halloween? I uh, will be a tech director at a theater. <laughs> Love it. Will we have like a headset and a clipboard? Nope. Just jeans and a, and That's a clipboard. It. Yep. Just jeans. Just, just, just jeans. jeans. You, baby. <laughs> Hope. I'm going to be handing out candy at my house uh, in my pajamas to nice. the children. To all five of the children that live in Farmersville? Yep. <laughs> and what about you, Eric? What are you going to be? Space Ghost. Really? Sure. Why not? Coast to coast? Yeah, I can do that. It's so weird that we're not playing a game in the show. How, uh, do we, how, do we end, how do we end this? Well, I think we uh, just say once again how incredibly talented and well-prepared the two of you were. Tell our listeners, find some improv, yeah. get into it. Uh, thank them for listening to this. I know it was a little yeah. bit self-indulgent, but hopefully you guys took a lot away from it. Yeah. Uh, I know that I did watching Hope and Drew, uh, so hopefully listening, you just get a percentage of that. Uh, and then I think we, I don't know, kiss, kiss the three of us? No, not kiss. Why not? All right. Nope. Mm. Ooh, that was not hot. All right. Good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hope say bye. Bye. <laughs>